Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in again. Uh, you see the title of today's podcast, Odd Man Out. You ever feel like the odd man out? You know, um, like my daughter said, she's she's young and, you know, she's she's like, Dad, it's seems like just when you get going, something else, something else happens. Two steps forward, and or one step forward, and two steps back. They say, you know. And she said, "I just can't get ahead." And I go, "Yeah. You think it's the same for me?" She says, "Well, you know, I don't, I don't see you having things going on, but." You know, we all have things going on. Nobody has a a perfect, well, I won't say nobody. Some people don't have things going on because, well, they're living the wrong life, I guess. But, but it seems like, you know, this, things do pop up. When you think you're getting ahead. I mean, you know, your car might break or you need tires on your car or, you know, um, something breaks in your house and you have to have it fixed. You know, the the cold comes and the water freezes. And and I know people are listening to me in countries all over the world. I can't even begin to understand what some people go through overseas. But I've seen some of it. You know, some people walk several miles a day just for fresh water. Um, some people can't get a Bible. And here in the United States, we're considered one of the richest nations in the world, and and yet we complain. You know, Odd Man Out, what we called it, was a game in school. And when they picked people, you you know, you picked your teams. And then the last one, usually I was always the last one picked. Because I was the smallest guy. And they wanted the big sports guys. You know, you wonder if the world's looking at you like the odd man out sometimes, right? Things are happening or not happening or not working out for you. And it's like, why? Well, what are we supposed to do? You know, Jesus says in Matthew six thirty one, Therefore do not worry saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of his God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble." It's easy to say, isn't it, when you're not having that kind of trouble. But 
I have learned in life that it's easier to eat an elephant one bite at a time. You can't swallow it whole. You know, if you have goals, break them down. If you have bills, break them down. If you have things you need to do, break them down. Break them all down into manageable sizes. But life is going to happen. Things are going to happen. We are just one day away from disaster in most of our countries. One day away from a bad decision on our government and economic collapse. We think we've got it good, but we'll figure out how good we really got it if something does happen. I know. People are saying, oh, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know the things I have to go through. Well, uh, I wasn't expecting my newlywed bride to get up one day and go shoot herself. I wasn't expecting, after just over four months of being married, to have to bury my wife and and buy a tombstone and a casket. I wasn't expecting that this house we bought for our retirement was to be lived in just me and a dog. But everything works out if you seek righteousness, right? The way I planned? No. But am I doing okay? I'm doing well. Do I have bumps in the road? Absolutely. We had a saying in the military, but they can't eat me. They can do whatever they want to, but they can't eat me. Well, you know, I was looking up verses, and man, I came across one. I I don't recall that I, I mean, I know I've read it. I've read the Bible several times, but I get, it didn't sink in at the time. Now's when it's appropriate. But in 2 Corinthians 11, and Paul's talking, and he's talking about people who look at him as a fool or false prophets and things like that. So he says, Are they ministers of Christ? Question. He said, I speak as a fool. I am more in labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, meaning he's been whipped, in prisons more frequently, in deaths often. And he says, from the Jews, five times I've received 40 stripes minus one. Five times he was whipped 39 times. Five times Paul was whipped. I never realized that. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. 
three times I was shipwrecked. I only knew of the one, remembered the one. A night and a day I have been in the deep. I assumed he was floating in the ocean. In journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils of the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, besides other things which come upon me daily. We think we got it bad. Most of us don't have to worry about whippings, being beat with a rod. But there are Christians that suffer that over in different countries, and people you know, that suffer much worse abuse and than aren't Christians or are Christians. It just depends on who who's after you and where you are. But you know you can gain it all. I sit in a house and I look at things that remind me of my wife. And they don't, they can't do a thing for me. They can't bring her back. They can't make me forget about the pain. But then I've got Bibles. And I've got a God who cares. I've got friends who care. And you know, in the military, I've learned over the years how to survive with little to nothing, and the cold, and the hot, with little food. You know, you can survive. You might like your bed, you might like the heat in your house. You might like the food you eat, but you can survive. People, we don't have to be the odd man out. Even though the world looks at Christians a little differently, we should be smiling. We should be happy. Even if you don't have one single friend, you should be happy and smiling. And when people say, why are you smiling so much? Because, you know, when I die, I get a new body. I'm going to feast in heaven. I'm not going to suffer anymore. I'm going to be there for eternity. I'm going to be with my loved ones. And I'm not going to be here being abused or beaten or whipped or, you know, stolen from or whatever. 
you know. I thought it interesting, one thing that Paul said when I was reading all those things. He said, in perils among false brethren. You know, just because people are Christians, say they're Christians, doesn't mean they are Christians. Remember, if they really were who they say they were, they would be showing the love of Christ to people, not judging you, holding you down, bad-mouthing you, not beating you, stoning you, whipping you. But people, we don't have to look too far back in history to see what happens to a country when a fanatical ruler turns the people against other people. People that were neighbors for hundreds of years lived in these communities, built businesses, lived side by side, and all of a sudden, a man rose to power and blamed them for everything. And the people turned and forgot about humanity and the love of their brother. And that was Hitler turning people against the Jews. But Nero turned Rome against the Christians. He said the Christians were responsible for the burning of Rome and everybody turned against the Christians. And now in our politics today, everybody's saying the Christians are our reason for a lot of things, the pro-life and legalism and all this stuff. People, I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Evil is always looking for somebody to blame. Evil is always looking to hold you down. Don't think you're the odd man out. Remember, even when Jesus was in his low, the devil took him and tempted him three times. So, you know, it comes with the territory. My last verse I found was 1 Timothy 6. Six through seven. Now, godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. You know, you've heard that saying, Naked I came, and naked I shall go. We were born, we were created from the dust and born, and we will return to the dust. But we're going to go to heaven, people. It's going to be great. Like that guy said in church, I want to go, but I ain't in no hurry to get there. 
but I tell you, the way the world's getting, it's uh, it's looking pretty promising. So, uh, just remember, being the odd man out isn't always a bad thing. Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful for a God who loves us and died for us. Because everything can change real fast. We can lose everything we have. But we still have a God who loves us. And this is Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in. Everybody be safe. Have a good weekend. And God bless.